October 9th, 2019. A day much like any other. But little did the British public know that a single tweet was about to be published that would enthrall the nation. The country would put aside its differences and come together, popcorn ready, for a saga that would go down in history. Even if you think you know this story, I can assure you, the dirt runs even deeper than you could have ever imagined. Welcome to Fakes and Frauds. Today, we are making fakes and frauds history. That's right. We have a fellow Canadian as our guest. But she's not just a Canadian. She's also an incredibly talented comedian by the name of Alison June Smith. Alison has been nominated for a ton of awards, including Best Female Stand-Up Comedian, the Canadian Comedy Awards, and basically ran the Canadian comedy game before relocating to sunny Manchester, England, where she now co-hosts the amazing Women Talking Bollocks podcast, and most importantly, has a frankly perfect fringe welcome to the podcast Allison. <laughs> oh thank you very much you make me feel very welcome with a compliment on my fringe and for our canadian listeners my bangs yes of course i'm sure we that... at all times have to do the translation because there are words now and again that are it's true. a fun little you know we know most of them but fringe yeah as a Canadian, I'm sure someone would be like, fringe. It feels so weird to say fringe, but I say fringe first now. Yeah, no, as do I. I think I've really hammered in all the English terms. Um, <laughs> yeah. The only one that always gets me is data. Data. Yeah, I still say data. It's data. Oh, wait, do I say data? Or do I say, I say the one that everyone laughs at me for. Mm. Maybe I say data. I haven't used that word. I have to be in a natural. Do you, do you have the data? Do you have the data? I think I say data. Yeah, I think I say data. Wait, did I say data? Oh, my days. Okay. Oh, I might have anyway. done that to us. I'm sorry. That might have made me Mis misremembering data. I say data. There, I used it naturally. I say data. Yeah. Data. Okay. And I bet you the English term is data. It sounds more English. Okay, if there's any listeners out there that want to comment, I'm sorry if, if I messed it all up. I accept all responsibility on the data-data discussion. We are very culturally confused and we're just trying to find our way in the world, really. Alison, what a lovely treat, first of all. Thanks for... I'm first Canadian. Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. Look, very nice. I'm, I'm delighted that I get to be the first one on, but I'm also delighted that you as a Canadian have had the opportunity to talk to people from... Probably all over. So how delightful. Hello. Nice to meet you, Canadian, on our world <laughs> travels. This is nice. It's true. We just, we just, you know, magnetize to each other. Mm -hmm. um, we just follow this poutine scent. and, and you know. <laughs> We do. That's why I'm in Manchester. The gravy up here. Don't get me started, you guys. <laughs> if we could get Canadian cheese curds and Manchester gravy... I'm oh, telling days. you, we got something on fire. Okay, sorry, sidetracked. It's, no, it's it's really, because it's, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, everyone goes on about poutine, but it's just cheese and gravy and chips. And I'm like, mm. first of all, mm. why mm. are you speaking to me? Second of mm -hmm. all, 
it's it's not just cheese it's cheese curds and then they're it's like oh, what's that? and then you have to go into the whole thing you're like oh it's like halloumi but like different and it's like squeaky and like I don't know. i'm gonna take it back a step further though i judge anyone who says something like oh it's just chips cheese and gravy get out of my face those things are beautiful those things are beautiful why are you ruining my moment yeah okay curds are the best but even chips cheese and gravy Get out of my face if you're going to, what's What's the big deal? It's delicious is the big deal. I'm sorry. That's where my passion lies. So today we are um, delving into a tale that um, I recently learned that you are not aware of, which blows my mind and is very exciting that I get to witness you become familiar with the tale. Because for me, this story is like, I remember where I was when I heard about it. And initially I thought, why would I be interested in that? doesn't really seem like something I, I would care about, but oh my days, I was wrong. I was very, very wrong. Anyway, it, it, it looks at the theme of sort of social media creeping and, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe mm-hmm. getting, getting too involved with other people's lives per se uh, on the old Instagram and Twitter. I don't right, know. Which is uh, what social media is to begin with. Carry on. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so I, I just, just wondering, do you... Do you have any sort of first-hand interactions with this sort of behavior? Um, have you ever accidentally liked your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend's photo from eight years oh, ago? Oh, things Instagram? like that. Yeah, I've probably liked some things that I shouldn't have admitted that I was looking at. Th- yeah, there's definitely moments where I'm like, oh, why did you do that? Yeah, it's it's basically announcing I'm still keeping track or I'm looking at. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember when on Instagram they used to have that sort of tab where you could see what your friends were liking and stuff. Oh my Do you remember God. this? No. I mean, I, I think I spent more time on this tab than anyone should. But I remember mm-hmm. when I was dating people, I would, <laughs> like, it was like a feed in itself. So it'd be like, you know, Joe Wicks, <laughs> you know, my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. Joe Wicks, um, uh, international listeners, he's a, I don't know what we <laughs> describe him. He's a, a sportsman. Anyway. There was like a tab that would be like Joe Wicks liked Sandy Totsig's photo. Anyway, it was a, it no. was a horrible, mm. horrible feature. So they did they did remove it because then you can just see all the people Ugh. who were like creeping on other people. And yeah, that is awful. That is awful. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. But I um I actually <laughs> do have a story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you like save a password on your computer and so for example like netflix will come up and it will have the you know your email in and then a bunch of the dots yeah there's black dots and you're like what are those black dots yeah so i <laughs> i um i had a boyfriend uh in sweden and we had been broken up for like three years at this point i was living in london i had very much moved on with my life went to go on netflix and his email and the black dot showed up um, I had n- n- nothing in me that wanted to ruin his life before I saw those black shots. <laughs> but when I saw those black dots, I was like, it's a sign. God, God wants me to log into his social media <laughs> accounts. So I looked up and it's actually really surprisingly easy if you can find out what those black dots mean. And you can, it's very easy. So I got his password and I was like, right, where are we going? Go to Facebook and then I was just like, no one uses Facebook. <laughs> this is not exciting. I do not want to like write his aunt a weird message for her birthday. So yeah. I 
that then I went to Instagram, of course, got in, and I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? And I, ba- I wanted to fuck with him, but I didn't want to like ruin his life. So, <laughs> so I, uh, I went and I unfollowed like a couple random people. I didn't know who they were. I just thought it would be funny if I just unfollowed some people. Then I, <laughs> I went, I should stress that this was like, okay, let, this is like seven, eight years ago. I, I went and I found his friends, girlfriends, Instagrams, and I went back as far as I could go and liked selfies of their friends. <laughs> and then like, I kind of was sitting there and I was like, oh, that's actually a bit weird. I don't want him to get in trouble or whatever. So I went to go like unlike them. And then by that point I'd been long date. So obviously he had caught wind. Oh. See, I don't know if I would have acted or if I would have just gathered intel. I have to be honest. If I was in that situation, I don't know if I would have gone messages. I probably would have gone to, I wouldn't have been like, I'm going to mess with them. I would have been like, what have you, what's going on? Well, another spanner in the works. So he was Swedish and my Swedish, my written Swedish is not very good. So I did kind of peruse the messages, but I was like, I can't be arsed to... Yeah. Google Translate. Translate yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got places to be. Yeah. That's in the selfies of his friends. Girlfriends. Wow. Brilliant. That's a brilliant story. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, social media creeping, it's a thing. Yeah. And, you know, some people take it too far. What, did I? I don't know. That's for you to judge. But let's, let's explore this tale okay. of epic proportions. <sighs> this, I think, will definitely make you much more ingrained in British culture I think um I'm, I'm I mean I, I'm sure you are already you've been you've been here for what 10 years 11 years yeah about nine ten years yeah I'm in it to win it but I, I gotta be honest with you before we carry on further just a side note this is very exciting uh, territory for us to be talking about because my social media game is a gnat of what it should be because of things like this <laughs> that you were about to tell me so, like, when you're like, do you remember when you... I'm like, nope, never did that. <laughs> Only recently really started getting into, like, letting people know where I'm located. Like, it's a different world. Hey, go on, go on. Well, I think, um, yeah, well, this will be a, a tale of sort of what what could happen in the future. Today's tale looks at the distinctly British story of two high-profile women and the lengths celebrities will go to when they suspect a betrayal. So, in order to understand today's case, we must examine the phenomenon of the WAG. W-A-G. I think I know this story. I do know what this is. Go on, though. Go on, though. Go on. Continue. (laughs) It would be weird if we ended it here, to be fair. (laughs) I got it. Good night. Go, go. Yeah. So, the WAG. International listeners, what is this? In the early 2000s, the world of men's English Premier League football was thriving. Though footballers had obviously always been idolised by their fans, these athletes were now seen as full-blown celebrities, rubbing shoulders with pop stars and Hollywood actors. Through this development came a new wave of attention from women across the country. Premier League footballers began to be named for dating some of the most sought-after women. Televised matches were now offering a new dose of appeal. Snapshots of the rows of the stadium reserved for these women specifically, the wives and girlfriends, or as they came to be known, the wags. 
Drama has never been far from these circles, of course, with uh, the UK tabloids selling millions of papers with cover stories around the various escapades of these women. Both Victoria Beckham and Cheryl Cole, I don't know if we call her Cheryl Cole anymore, Cheryl, she's, I think she's just Cheryl. Anyway, we know who she is. Yeah, yeah. They both had very high-profile relationships with British footballers, winning them a top spot of this unofficial WAG group. And this obsession would continue through the decades to present day. Um, now, I should say, problematic term, you know. These women are women in themselves. They have careers and they're very much individuals in their own right, despite their, you know, relationship mm -hmm. status. Uh, many are TV personalities, authors, and fashion designers. And one of these women was... Colleen Rooney. Now, Colleen grew up in Liverpool, north of England for international listeners. Very, very special place. My personal spiritual home. At the age of 12 years old, she met a young man. I mean, definitely not a young man. A child. A fellow child <laughs> by the name of Wayne. So Wayne Rooney would go on to become one of the world's most famous footballers, playing for the England national team and Manchester United as one of their top scorers. The two would get married in 2008 and go on to have five sons. We've got a Kardashian situation going on here. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. There's a lot of Ks. We've got Kai with a K. Clay. Wait. Oh, no. Is it four or five? Okay. They've got a bunch of sons. They all have K names except for one of them, which has a C name. And honestly, I can, mm. f like, I can just f smell the trauma of the sea boy. Already, yeah. Right? How? Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Anyway, oh, I guess Colleen wants one. Maybe she's a, she's a sea. Anyway, so Colleen was the key face of this naughty's wag circle, and by all accounts, was a quite well-behaved woman and a, a pillar for many of the newer additions to the scene. Colleen would go on to write a number of books and dabble in a career as a TV presenter and was often referred to as the nation's favourite girl next door. What does she get up to? Let's see. So over the years, the British tabloids would often run stories about the Rooney family, something Colleen often would do her best to stay away from, maintain her privacy, but of course... Not always possible. As many high-profile people do, Colleen created a private Instagram where she could safely share updates on her life with only a selected group of trusted people. But in early 2019, Colleen began to notice that some information from these private posts was showing up in the sun, which is one of the UK's biggest tabloid papers. So she was like, I smell something fishy around here. Which one of my selected group of close friends and family has betrayed me, Judas? So <laughs> she was scheming, let me tell you, right? So on January 27th, Colleen posted the following message on her Twitter after a story had run in the papers about her being injured in a car crash. Quote, the car crash story was completely wrong. I wasn't involved in a crash. The car was damaged by another car. Someone on my private Instagram has seen the picture and is telling or selling stories to a certain newspaper. So her following tweet read, quote, It's happened several times now over the past couple of years. It's sad to think someone who I've accepted to follow me is betraying me for either money or to keep a relationship with the press. That is sad. Mm. I agree, Colleen. Mm -hmm. Let's get mm -hmm. to the bottom of this, shall we? Mm, Colleen, what are you going to do? I love this part. This is so good. Yes, Colleen. Okay, what happens? <laughs> this would lead to the beginning of one of 2019's 
biggest British scandals and the saga that is now referred to as Wagatha Christie. Oh, oh, to be the person who... Oh, anyway, okay. I didn't know that this is called Wagatha Christie. It's Did so you know great. That? No, like, that's the thing. I knew the story, but again, I was like, eh, yeah, go on, go on. No. It's so great. Okay. So in August 2019, a story ran in The Sun about Colleen and Wayne's recent trip to Mexico, stating that the couple were exploring an experimental procedure in order to ensure their next child would be a girl. A, quote, source told the newspaper that, quote, Colleen loves her boys more than anything, but she's never been shy about admitting she would love a daughter. That would really complete the set for her and Wayne. But she has also said that if she does have another boy, they would be happy. Not long after, The Sun ran another story about Colleen. This time, it was reported that she was in talks with the BBC about starring on Strictly Come Dancing. But for international listeners, is it Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, it would be Dancing with the Stars, I believe, yeah. So it's like where celebrities go to have affairs and (laughs) wear weird outfits. Okay. Yeah. So on October 2nd, lots of dates here. Follow along. You got, you got your pen and paper out? We need a timeline. Oh, it's the details. I feel like I'm in history class. The, I'm oh exactly. There will be an exam. Ah. On October 2nd, Colleen posted a photo to her Instagram story showing a bottle of wine and the caption, quote, needed after today, flood in the basement of the new haste when it all seemed to be going so well. Oh, poor Colleen. A few days later, an article was posted with the headline... <laughs> Quote, in R-O-O dash I-N-S. So ruins, but spelled like Rooney, you know. Yeah. Uh, Wayne and Colleen Rooney's uh, 20 million Morrison's mansion flooded during Storm Lorenzo. Anyway, so the story ran and they were like, there's been the flood in their haze. Following day, Colleen Rooney took to Twitter to relay some serious detective work that she had been secretly doing over the past year. Mm-hmm. And here it is, folks. I'm Hold so on excited. to your pants. Okay, this is so good. My favorite is that it was on Twitter as well. So it's a screenshot of like the notes app. And it says, For a few years now, someone who I trusted to follow me on my personal Instagram account has been consistently informing the Sun, all caps, newspaper of my private posts and stories. There's been so much information given to them about me, my friends and my family, all without my permission or knowledge. After a long time of trying to figure out who it could be, for various reasons, I had my suspicion. I want to know what those reasons were. Mm -hmm. To try and prove this, I came up with an idea. Oh, yes, you did, Colleen. Yes, you did. I blocked everyone from viewing my Instagram stories, except one account. (sighs) And then in parentheses, it says... Those on my private account must have been wondering why I haven't had stories on there for a while. (laughs) Over the past five months, I have posted a series of false stories to see if they made their way into the Sun newspaper. And you know what? They did. The story about gender selection in Mexico, the story about returning to TV, and then the latest story about my basement flooding in my new house. It's been tough keeping it to myself and not making any comment at all, especially when stories have leaked. However, I had to. 
Now I know for certain which account slash individual it's coming from. I have saved and screenshotted all the original stories which clearly show just one person has viewed them. It's... And then it's followed by nine, nine full stops or nine periods. Rebecca Vardy's account. Mic drop. Now, when I read this, I didn't know who the fuck Rebecca Vardy was, but I was still absolutely shooketh. Because <laughs> you're like, well, obviously it's a fellow wag. I hate to say it, but you're like, it's someone in the circle, someone who knows. Like, it doesn't even matter who she's married to. You're like, this is someone that everyone's going to, this is. Yeah. This is like, this is housewives of Cheshire <laughs> material, if ever there were. Can't so, go on. It was a fellow wag and someone Colleen considered a close friend and trusted confidant. Rebecca Vardy, the wife of ex-England footballer Jamie Vardy, was behind it this whole time. The internet quickly went into an absolute frenzy, with fans and celebrities quickly reacting to the drama. Many who were unaware of the existence of these two women were quickly enthralled by the story. Comedian, <laughs> this is actually how I found out about it. So comedian and actor Ashling B, our Lord Saviour, was just one of the many who became captivated with the case. Her retelling the story to Paul Rudd during a promotional interview gained quite the traction online and indoctrinated many overseas gossip lovers to the saga. If you have not seen the clip, I highly recommend. It's great. Mere 30 minutes later... Rebecca Vardy posted her response. Another screenshot of the notes out. <laughs> I don't I don't understand them. Anyway. As I have just said to you over the phone, I wish you had called me if you thought this. I never speak to anyone about you as various journalists who have asked me to over the years can vouch for. If you thought this was happening, you could have told me and I could have changed my password to see if it stopped. Over the years, various people have had access to my Insta and just this week I found out I was following people I didn't know and have never followed myself. I'm not being funny, but I don't need the money. What would I gain from selling these stories on you? I liked you a lot, Colleen. <laughs> I liked you a lot, Colleen. And I'm so upset that you've chosen to do this. Especially when I am heavily pregnant. Pregnant, wow. I'm disgusted that I'm even having to deny this. You should have called me the first time this happened. Broken heart emoji. Oh my God, Rebecca, have some shame. Have some shame, Rebecca. Have some shame. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I was gonna do something like that, like sell stories about my mate, it would probably be when I'm heavily pregnant, right? You're just sitting around. Doing nothing. You can't really do that much. Wow. God, can you imagine how embarrassing that is to, to like, God, to be the partner of somebody who does that. And you're like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, everything I thought you were, you were lying. Or like, or does that person know? And then that says so much about, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. What a wild story. Many, many questions. Oh, my God. So 
But while the internet was busy working through the night to come up with some of the finest comedic commentary, Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy were lawyering up, both appearing to be open about their desires to take the issue to court. Rebecca gave an interview to the Daily Mail, announcing that she would be launching, quote, a forensic investigation into who had access into her account. She also described a conversation that occurred between the two a few months before the infamous accusations, following Rebecca noticing that Colleen had blocked her on Instagram. Quote, I sent her a message and asked her, have I done something? Is there a problem here? I seem to be blocked on Instagram. And she said, no, it was probably one of the kids messing about with her phone that had done it. She was completely convincing. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Come on now. When asked about the call with Colleen following the public post, Rebecca went on to compare Colleen to a pigeon, <laughs> stating, quote, that would be like arguing with a pigeon. You can tell it that you are right and it is wrong, but it's still going to shit in your hair. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I appreciate okay. that. I think that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So in June 2020, Rebecca Vardy officially announced that she would be suing Colleen for defamation, oh. libel, and slander. Okay. Rebecca's lawyer. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. Ob- ob- like when I heard it was going to court, obviously I was like, oh, yeah, you go, Colleen. You know, I think most of us were kind of on Colleen's side. We were wow. like, yeah. yeah. Get in and Rebecca, thou dost protest too much is all I shall Mm. say. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, no, no. Mm. But yeah, so Rebecca's lawyers quoted as saying, she has been subjected to an undue and unjustified attack that has and continues to have an impact on her. It's reported that the price put on this impact would be £22,913.50. So cyberbullying, no, no, I would say no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. Like, like I get that, you know, we might think Rebecca Verity potentially may have done something not very nice to her mate, but why do we need to be being mean to her? You know? Let's just let her do her thing. Who knows, though? Who knows, though? Because, like... That's the problem. Everyone's so... Who knows where that comes from? Because she didn't need the money, right? She's like, I don't need the money. I mean, we don't know really what's going on with her. But no, but, but it's a weird... Well, why Why go after her? Or why... Ugh, people. I mean, I think that Colleen is like one of the top ones for sure. Yeah. You think it's like a Heather situation? Do you know Heather's? Have you ever heard? Yeah, so it's like a Heather situation. So there's top Heather. You think she's trying to knock her out of her place and become you think there's some deep-seated jealousy do you think like the stories that she sold were not um they didn't make colleen look bad but that's the thing so it's like there's no other reason than logically than money unless you want to admit that you're cuckoo in the head a little bit (laughs) or maybe she wanted to like get buddy buddy with the tabloids so that the tabloids would like feature her more i mean that's a thing yeah absolutely that wanting to be seen it's important i mean yeah because that's what i guess their life is is it is it is a smoke and mirror world right that is that is ideally what i think my thing is with with instagram and all of it is it's 
you know, whenever you see people posting things, and I love it, it's great, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, looking for their hands, like, who's operating the smoke machine and who's holding the mirror in the background? Like, it's really... People are always putting their best foot forward, everyone. That's the whole point of it. So, Or or putting it out there to, I don't know. Everyone's putting everything out there. It's uh, And this is what can happen. I mean, it's a, we're selfish people. People just need attention. People are dying for attention. I, um, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I would like to highlight the fact that you posted a photo on Instagram today about finding a crisp the size of your head. I did. Was that real? Yeah, it genuinely was. Although I did pull the crisp a little bit. We did do a little there, bit of that. There was some... But it was the biggest crisp I had ever trickery. seen in my life. Yeah, it is true. So Rebecca's like, excuse me, Colleen, I'm suing you, Right. Please may I have £22,913, whatever, right? A few months after the case was opened, it was announced that Vardy had won the initial round, meaning Rooney was to pay that fine in full, right? I don't know, like, for someone who consumes so much true crime, I've got no fucking idea how these things work, but... This is what the internet says, and I'm just the messenger. Yeah. Okay. So this stage of the case that, that, that Rebecca won was looking solely at the infamous post by Colleen Rooney. So Judge Warby agreed with Vardy that the post written by Mrs. Rooney was directing guilt at Mrs. Vardy rather than at her social media account. It did not look at whether or not Vardy was actually the one who, who leaked the stories to the press. Both parties agreed to continue with the case, with July 2nd, 2021, being set as the date of the official trial proceedings. So we've got some time to put together the placards and stuff. Rebecca Vardy has told the courts that she is aiming to have Rooney cover her full court fees and issue a public apology. That's what she wants, right? She doesn't want necessarily to get to bank anything off it. She wants to break even and sort of help her reputation, it seems. So it's estimated that the legal bill to date stands at 1.3 million. 900,000 is Mrs. Vardy's and 400,000 is Mrs. Rooney's. So if both parties decide to go to trial, we can expect the full cost being around 2 million pounds. So Rooney has reportedly called Vardy's fees, quote, grotesque, noting that her fees are double that of Rooney's. Vardy's lawyers defended the cost, stating, quote, it was necessary to take steps to seek to understand the allegations made by Mrs. Rooney, which involved technical expertise as well as to seek to resolve the dispute. These technical expertise that they're referring to, I believe are knowing how Instagram works. <laughs> and I love the idea that there's some like nerd out there who's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got technical expertise. Um, yeah, I can tell you if someone's viewed your story on Instagram, it's going to be <laughs> 900,000 pounds, please. <laughs> These old people just being like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. cool that's great. That's what the cost is. So likely a part of Vardy's attempt to improve her reputation, Vardy appeared as a contestant on the 2021 series of Dancing on Ice, where she made it to week sixth before being el- eliminated. 
Whilst being interviewed about her decision to join the show, Rebecca said she wanted to, quote, clear her name and that her and Colleen had tried to, quote, sort things out amicably, but it just didn't work. So husbands, what are the husbands up to, right? That's what we're wondering. Yeah. Are they they friends? What's going on? Are they like, listen, we're real sorry about this. This is so embarrassing. Uh, Listen, buddy, I I just, I can't believe she did. I don't know. Ah, man, I get it. I get it. Women, right? Okay. That's what I imagined happening. They're like, listen, I, I'm real sorry. I, you know, we're both going to lose a mill in this. I know. I just, they're, I, they're, <laughs> they're from Chicago as well, weirdly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that in my mind. Yeah. yeah. So husbands, Wayne Rooney and Jamie Vardy, <laughs> have remained very quiet throughout this ordeal, with the only glimmer of where the men stand coming from Wayne, who refollowed Jamie on Instagram in June 2020, Eight months after the world became aware of the drama. But Jamie has yet to follow him back. Oh, but you know what? Because Jamie is not allowed. Rebecca is like, don't you dare. You know, like, uh, I think Colleen's like, well, do what you want, you know. But Rebecca's like, absolutely not. You will not accept that. You will not. Because I am innocent. That's, again, what is going on in my head. Yeah. So rumors have been swirling about a Netflix series. Oh, of God. Uh, but there have been no official announcements. Uh, at the time of this recording, it's still ongoing. And what a case it is, everyone. Aren't we glad that this is what we're dealing with in 2021, everyone? It is no different than what you dealt with in your primary school. In <laughs> It is the same. It's just with the technical aspect now where word travels so much faster and snitches. G- oh, it's wild. That's wild. I love it. I, I, I live for this story. And- it's it's fascinating, though, because you're like, why do you want the world to know that? Why are you doing that? What is the... Oh, it's so... The whole thing. I... Good for her, though. Good for Colleen. That was amazing. Yeah. And, like, the... the You know, she was like, right, okay, I've got to create some fake stories. Let's create something that, This like, is what I'm going to do. And, like, dropped everyone except for the one made-up fake stories. Did that for a while. I get that going. But what does that say about our society that nobody really went, hey, what's going on? I never... Everyone's like, oh, well, because she's just not posting. Like... No one really cares enough. Is she okay? Like, nobody's checking up on her. <laughs> I think that's interesting. But Rebecca is writing everything down. Everyone else is like, whatever. She does what she wants. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have, surely, like, Rebecca should just be like, I was hormonal. I was growing a I fucking did human. I had a nervous breakdown. Just. Yeah, play that card. In all, even if, look, I, I was going to say play that card, but then even if it's like, look, I'm like, I don't think you're playing a card. I think the fact that this all went down, something's up. That's so probably true, all yeah. I'm saying, Rebecca, is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just like it's going to be better for you to just not be walking around with that on you. Come <laughs> on. You can't say you didn't do it. You, There's no... You are busted. It is cyberly. There are like footprints of you walking to the window, essentially, <laughs> at a murder crime, and your fingerprints are all over, but you're like, mm, shagging it up. Wasn't me. Yes, it was. Like, 
Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's wild. We caught you on the counter. On the bathroom floor. You were doing it. It wasn't me. That is a lie. It was absolutely you. Oh, my God. <laughs> to have that audacity. Wow. If I had that much tenacity within my being, I would probably be prime minister of this country. To just be like, no. Maybe she should go into politics. Well, she. That might be what happened. She's got. I don't know if she's a Tory. I was going to get political, but then I was like, nah, well, I don't do that. Else. I'm sure. I'm sure she We're is. talking no, girl stuff. Because that's what I want people to realize is that I think all the hype of this stuff, I mean, that's what we should. You know what the real sad thing about it was? That two million that they've wasted so far in the thing. Let's put that towards some sort of charity. Something. Like there's something better that could have been done than two women who have enough money to just fight over. I get it. Colleen, what that girl did was garbage and trash and good for you. And Rebecca, yeah, come on now. It's so, so much money wasted when, you know, how much do you pay in rent? You know how long we could have lived off of that? Come on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that Colleen, like, does have a charity because I've just decided that she's great. Like, I don't have any any proof. She could be awful, but in my mind with this story, she wins. She is the winner, so yeah. she is the best. And she's also from Liverpool, which... You, know. you really have a northern affiliation. That makes me happy. I love a Scouse accent. And actually, last night, <laughs> perhaps in anticipation for this recording, I had a dream that I could do a Liverpool accent, and I was so excited. Don't ever try and do a Liverpudlian accent to a Scouse person because they will just be like, don't you ever. Don't you fucking. Um... You cannot. There is no doing it properly. You cannot. Oh, I'm not going to do it now. I'm not giving that away for free. Given that... Are you good at accents? can you do that no i can't even do my own <laughs> what, what what do you say you're good at them no no i don't do them at all never i'm oh. the worst at accents in fact if i try to do an accent like my boyfriend will often be like do a do a whatever accent i'll do it and then i'll be like and that was me doing it'll come out like sounding hungarian like it's just everything goes all wrong i can't it's awful. And I've been in Manchester now everything. <laughs> this is true. There's got to be some room for error. Exactly. Um, well, I love that story. I, As you told it, I started to remember, but like, what a joy that tale is. That's a tale. That's a joyful tale. I'm going to tell my children that. Well, I hope they can learn from it, right? That's yeah. what we're supposed to do is learn from Wag's mistakes. I believe that is one of the golden rules. Obviously, you understand I'm passionate about hearing about these sort of things. This is exciting because I, I think social media is wonderful and brilliant, but can be dangerous, as we learn in the tale that you have sent me. Now, we were discussing the name of the woman. Uh, if I say it wrong, I apologize. Clemony Hooper. Is that, <laughs> that Clemony Hooper? You say it so nicely. Clemony Clem Hooper. Hoop. That's what I'm calling her. If, if I was yeah. her bud, I would call her Clemmy. Clemmy. Clemmy Hooper, this wonderful woman, <clears throat> midwife. Uh, she has a fantastic, I believe it's a blog, right? No, her Insta is a gas and air. That's what's going on. It's the Insta. Yeah. Gas and air. Yeah, I think so. She's yeah, like a mom, momfluencer. This is the thing. There's a whole a million, and there should be. Mums unite. There is not enough resources out there for you. So she's one of these wonderful mums going out there. She's got, a, what is it, 600,000 followers. 
right? She's got a little mighty army. Well done. Talking about all things mothering. I don't have a child myself, so I don't know, but all the mothering things that you discussed. It, it was very evident, by the way. <laughs> you, was it? You said mothering. I thought I sounded very natural. You've and... never touched a baby in your life. <laughs> when, uh, often when I mother, uh, I find children are very relaxed around me. Anyway, uh, so she's... Uh, She's uh, doing all of her things. She's instinct. She's got all these these wonderful people. But this is the thing we discover over time. And I've probably done the story backwards, but like this is the way that I read into the story. We discover that uh, she uh, she starts a pseudonym Instagram. Uh, a uh, yeah, we know what those are. Alice in Wanderlust. Yeah, you know what they are. No I'm kidding. I uh, I can't. I've started one actually. I have a new one, so I can like look at. Only inspirational things. Isn't that nice? That's what my one started as. Like all the cheesy shit that you're too embarrassed. Yes. So I get good statements and I have lots of nice affirmations. Oh, no. Am I destined to? (laughs) So anyway, so I started this pseudonym one. But she, okay, so Alice in Wanderlust, right? Because uh, what she started to do was she started to go and start to trash talk all the other mums on the mummy uh, Instagrams. like trashing him and and to divert that this is her because she doesn't want them knowing it's good old clem hoop they they know she doesn't want people knowing clem hoop is talking trash so she's all oh wonder no she trashes her husband she trash talks (laughs) her own life like she puts it out there right so she's like i'll just blend because she thought because she said her is she so she does this she does this i won't get into why she does so she does this so she's doing this for a long time like, she's doing this for a long time, everyone. Like, she is in. Like, she is created. She is, like, committed time. She she got to know all, like, she just was in there trashing people. Do we know what she was saying about the other people? No. She's like, uh, your kid's pram is ugly. That's so 2018. You know, I feel, okay, what... I was trying to look in the article. I, I think she was just like dissing. She was just dissing them and just general, saying trash. General shit talking. Yeah. It's absolutely irrelevant because she was lying. So anything she said, she was just trash talking them. Yeah. And everyone's like, who is this wanderlust jerk? Right? All <laughs> trashing up our mummy backyard. Like we're just having a good time trying to talk, trying to grow, develop, rule the world, which is what mums do. This wanderlust is all negative. Anyway, some bloggers figure out that wanderlust is posting from St. Lucia, which happens to be the same place that Clem Hoop is also vacationing. (gasps) They all track it down. And because of location, due to like figuring out exactly, they find out that it is her. Yeah. So her husband finds out, all of her friends, the other mummy bloggers find out. Has she never heard of a VPN? No, she got, well, she was on holiday. So I bet you just something happened in, in going to the, we all know you sign on to their whatever. So when she goes there, so then she says, well, it's just that uh, initially I read some things uh, about my family and that people were saying about me. So I felt attacked. So I thought the best thing to do was to, uh, be, basically be what a wolf in sheep's clothing she pretended to be you know part of the groups and started trash talking 
and just tried to like, she said she was hiding to hear what people were saying about her. And the only way that she could find out what people were saying about her was if she trash talked all the others. And so then she says, you know, this is the thing. She sort of apologizes, but not really, because what she does is totally explains why she did what she did instead of just going, I'm sorry, I did this. So she's like, well, because of all this. So, yeah, so she fully admits and nothing like I don't know fully consequences or anything. I'm assuming all of her followers have stopped following her. I'm sure that it's all any sponsorship she's gone is. All, that's the thing. Then it was just like and that's what happened. That's what she did. She got busted and her life is now ruined because who's ever going to trust someone who on that level has blatantly. Oh, so scary. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? And why would I just, and it's so, again, like I brought up Heather's earlier on in this podcast. I used to watch Heather's, the movie, all about the mean girls and being top of the crew and this and that and about acceptance and about when is it going to end every when? When does it end? That was back in like the 80s and we are in 2021 and we are still now on a larger scale just needing to be top dog or attack those around us or worry that someone's not going to see us as the perfect being that we're putting out there. I think there's a real danger in it all. I've been Alison June Smith. That's <laughs> that's how I feel about things. The, the thing yeah. that gets me is like, like, I, like obviously everyone has those feelings of like, you know, being jealous or feeling a bit like malicious sometimes or whatever. Yeah, but I just don't like. I just don't have the time to to follow through with those things. Do mm. they have hobbies? I think they should get some hobbies, maybe. Maybe they should start a podcast because, oh, my days, this takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> it does take a lot of time. Get, you know what? Grow up. I don't mean to sound rude, but grow up. Grow up. Rebecca's going to come for you. I know she is, but what? You want my air miles? Go for it, girl. <laughs> I don't mean that. Please don't sue me. But I just think, you know, what's embarrassing to it. Do they have daughters? Do they have children? They have witnessed this behavior. Yeah. That's why Rebecca is so defensive. because She doesn't want people to actually be like, you did that. You did that. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> why'd you do that? It, it is. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yes. We all grow and learn. But it, I guess it's just because they're at such a high level and they're supposed to be grownups and I mean, thank God I'm not famous. That's the other thing, too. Look, I'm a comedian. I guess I should want fame. But at some some point, I'm like, thank God I was able to make some mistakes and nobody knew about the stuff that happened. You know, it's uh, so I, I don't mean to judge, but I just for the future, dear God, let's stop selling each other out. And everyone just start. Stop using filters. Just put yourself out there. Hey, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, th I think the better piece of advice is like, if you are going to do some mean, shady stuff, <laughs> do it like on a topic that I haven't covered recently. So we can expand the repertoire. <laughs> yeah, I would appreciate it. Um, international cases are of, always of interest. You like international cases. So if anyone could target international celebrity. Yeah, yeah. that would be good. Um, and just do it. Just do it big. Do it big. You know, go bigger, go home. Yeah, go bigger, go home. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Well, what an absolute treat to to have our first Canadian guest. 
This is double double Canadianing. It's honestly people are booking flights to Whistler like no one's business. I'm sure. Right now, if we were an outfit, we'd be the Canadian tuxedo. You'd be the denim jacket, and I'd be the jeans. Right? We right. are Canadian. There's potentially a cowboy hat somewhere in the mix. Somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's been so great having you here. If people, I know that you, you know, have told people about how much you love social media. Um, if they wanted to find you on there, could they? Is yeah. that an option? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I am now trying to embrace social media and enjoy it for what it is and learn about it in the proper way. So I am Allison J on Instagram. Um, uh, that's the best place, right? We're supposed to do Instagram right now. Let's do Instagram. I'm out there on Twitter too. Uh, I think I'm Allison J Smith, but you know, Instagram's where you'll get the pictures. Everyone. Yeah, that's, that's where you can want. see uh, the aforementioned crisp, the size of her head fading. It's very big. There are also several pictures of my puppy, so I am a part of that army now. Yeah, so good. that's fun. And you've got you've got a little pod as well, haven't you? Yes, I do. I have a podcast. I am a part of uh, Women Talking Bollocks, WTB, with the amazing Jennifer Brister, Jen Brister, not Jennifer, Jen Brister, and Maureen Younger. It's great, and it's uh, it'll keep you entertained. It's like it's like having some mates around, you know. Just pop it on. Make some dinner. You know what? That's really nice. That's that's kind of what it was. Yeah, yeah. We also do a new material night once a month if anyone wants to listen to some people hawking oh. jokes online because, uh, you know, I feel the world, there'll always be an online world, everyone, and let's celebrate yeah. it, not fight it. Cool. Yeah, thank you so much for joining. And um, I'm just so delighted I could be a part uh, of it. Yay, <laughs> Canada. Yay, Canada. Bye. 